following program is rated NAL. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the Five Minute Warning, <laughs> because what I'm saying is like it's all, like eight, like a lot of colleges have like a lot of content, a lot of sports content on Instagram, and yeah. when they show softball, usually the play starts with the pitcher. And one time they showed it in slow motion, and the jiggling that went on was like, "Are you serious right now?" Softball women are like, "Yo." everything and nothing at all that's everywhere you don't want to be it's Ruben Mo B and on the ones and twos AG Welcome to a brand new episode, everyone, of Five Minute Warning. Of course, it is your boy, Ruben, in the house one more time. And, of course, I got the usual suspects with me. I got AG on the ones and twos. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? And I got Moby chilling in the cut. What's going on, yeah? How's everybody doing today? I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm off the next couple days. My woman's running around in uh, yoga pants. Bedroom shoes. Yoga right. pants, man. H- has has there ever been any piece of wardrobe that has masked <laughs> a, a woman's flaws more than yoga pants? Pantyhose. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I'm, I'm just saying, man. Spanks. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, they're designed to do. I mean, like yoga pants. Like, I would say, I would say it's the sexiest thing that hides flaws. There you go. That's, because that's, spanks that's, are that's, not that's, attractive. That's exactly what I was getting at. Like yoga pants, like I mean, let's be real. Yoga pants are basically, you know, it's it's spandex, but it's acceptable. Well, it has become acceptable. Yeah, but oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of become acceptable. It's because for me, for me, it's just, to some degree, I kind of laugh at it sometimes because women always complain about men wearing sweatpants everywhere. Well, yoga pants and sweatpants are almost equal. Almost? Well, I don't know about all that player. I mean, because, like, yoga pants be... <sighs> Sometimes they accentuate what you don't have. It makes it look like you have that when you really don't. True. But what I'm saying is that's a, that's an advantage that makes the whole thing unfair. Does because it's it's I mean because really women can rock some sweatpants and be like Lord Jesus girl hello how you mama darn I mean at least I know what's 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 going on I'm just saying with sweatpants just I saying. mean no, anyway, I'm, just I saying, wanna... you, I'm just saying a lot a lot of um, women who clearly have it will wear yoga pants and a little shirt and then damn near be offended that guys is is hollering at them why are you looking at me tr- like yo you knew what you what had supposed exactly. to do? Like, you knew what you had See, on it's taking a dark turn yes now, now, that's no, true but here's the thing i'm not saying that means dudes should be disrespectful but ladies let's not pretend that you didn't know what you had on when you went out especially when they complain when nobody does say anything 
heard that I mean, before. That, that's real. <laughs> I can't believe that's did real. nobody says what? You want to be disrespected? Okay. <laughs> I don't want to be disrespected. I just want to be noticed. I want people to look at me. But you get mad when we look at you. I Amen. mean, are we supposed to instantly holler at you so you can turn us down? Yes. What it is yes. is they want they want to only attract the guys that they want to talk to them, and they want everyone else to be oblivious to their existence. But the problem is the dudes who they want to attack to talk to them is like, man, I probably get that. They probably get that every day of the week. They probably get that at home. So it's like, I need you to show me something more. It is what or it is. Or different, you know. But yeah, man. I mean, you know, yoga pants. The problem with yoga pants now, man, is it has become almost too socially accepted. Like, hey, man, we can wear this to a place of business. Nah, player. Oh, yeah. yeah it's happening. I, I, so guess I, what? I, I clearly have had employees think that that's acceptable yeah. Attire. It's like, yeah, you. That's not in the dress code. You, but they, you, but they black and they got pockets. But everybody can see every small shape of you. Even that pimple that you got right there, people can see that. I'm not even worried about that. They just not dress code. That's not what the dress code says. Nah, nah. Like, I'm not here to judge. I, this is not what the dress code says. I mean, I mean, in the fact that you have to tell people, yo, you can't wear that to work. I'm just like. I mean, before this came out, what were you wearing? Were you wearing sweatpants? Because that's clearly not in the dress code. So, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy in these streets, man, what people be wearing. But Lord knows. I mean, you see a guy in yoga pants. I see a guy in yoga pants. He better be on a mat or on a bike. Otherwise, no. Stop. Just stop. I mean, first of all, I don't... Can you buy yoga pants for guys? Now, yeah. I know you can buy workout pants for guys. No, I mean... But are I they mean, simply the same thing, or... Yeah, yoga pants for guys are legit. It's just guys only wear yoga pants to do yoga. It's not, yeah, it's not a fashion is, thing. A lot of guys are just getting smaller and smaller on these joggers. Like, the, these these jogger sweatpants seem to be getting tighter and tighter. Like, they might as well be yoga pants for some of these dudes. Well, like, see, that's, that's the answer to the sweatpant thing that I was talking about, you know, two minutes ago. That's the answer. Because I wear a pair of joggers, and it's just like, they legit. Because they're not sweatpants. Even though everything about them says sweatpants. But they're kind of not. So I'm just saying. I mean, hey, I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't even know sweatpants were male lingerie until a few years ago. So, and, and the odd thing was, it was it didn't even come from my wife. She wasn't even the one that let me know. Who let it you was know? One of, it was it was one of my female friends. She was like, "Your wife let you come out there dressed like this," and I was like, "Yo, what was wrong?" She was like, "You know what's wrong." I'm like, "What?" And she was like, you out here in these sweatpants? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> sweatpants? I didn't realize sweatpants weren't fashionable. Were they tight sweatpants? I mean, you had to, you had to, I mean, could they see the whole crack of your stuff? Bruh, like I they saw the outline or something? I, I don't do tight, period. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, I don't if, really do tight, period. If women make the rules, and if the rules say sweatpants are awful, then sweatpants are awful. They just start. I mean, I, mean it, I don't see anything wrong with them, especially if you're going to BJ's to get some groceries or something. 
But I've had to make some concessions. I've had to make some compromises. Like I've been told I can wear sweatpants, but they can be light gray. They can either be black or charcoal gray. My Georgia sweatpants are just dark enough to pass. They're passable. What? <laughs> and W. Brian once says, "Is gray See, sweatpants. see, see. Once again, what's I, wrong with gray sweatpants? Like once I don't again, get it. At least y'all know I'm not lying about the rules. Oh, we I already mean, knew. We already knew. I just said. I just man, look. Can, can we see the gray sweatpants? I'm not Dude, see, this is why you don't need to get married because you're questioning <laughs> everything that we say. Don't get I'm married. Not que- no, no, no. I'm not questioning everything you say. I just don't understand. Like, why is a color a, a deal? You, look, the idea that you're asking why means you're questioning authority. You don't need to be married, sir. Question whose authority? What did I just say? Women make the rules. You're not I listening, mean, man. Hey, See, man, that's, that's another listen. reason why you don't need to be married. Ruben, a man's place is not to be seen. <laughs> so so any anything that could be suggestive about my wardrobe is a no-no. So, so AG, what color are your, your joggers? Well, my joggers are like a, a slate gray. But the idea that they're joggers, I'm just over the line. Because I wear a pair of sweatpants, if, depending on where I'm going. I'm going to wear a pair of sweatpants. I just am. But I just have learned, it's just like, okay, you can't wear this stuff all the time. And, and really, I gained so much weight, it's like... I was wearing this web. I said, I got to do something about this. And I was on Pinterest one. I said, hey, how about I get some joggers? Because that's a legit way to up your wardrobe game and still wear sweatpants. I just don't understand the difference between AG, apparently slate is okay. So uh, slate gray is okay. Well, actually, I promise you, if I was married to W. Brown 81, they would not be okay. I think she's giving me grace. My eyes are up here, you lady. My eyes are up here. Okay. <laughs> so hold on for a second. Stop for what's the difference between joggers and sweatpants? Because see, joggers, they have pockets, they have function. Sweatpants have pockets? You're not listening, man. And first of all, you're not even letting me finish. And okay, see, I'm sorry. First of all, before I even start, Ruben, if you meet a nice girl, just don't get married. Just don't marry her. Just don't. That's, that's I just first. want to know the difference. Now, hey, look, I just want to make sure I want to make sure I buy the right thing. See, so that's no, what I'm asking for. No, you, you don't. Listen. I don't know the difference. You don't the listen two. because you are asking to get into a, a debate about said pants. You're not asking for instructions so you can follow them without opening your mouth. This is not a democracy, sir. This is a dictatorship. This is I'm what not, this is. But now, I'm not let asking me, for that. Well, see, I was going to ask to answer your question until okay, you started asking you. more questions. Well, which I mean, lets me know you don't need to be married. You're you not just fast can't. enough. You need to speed up. No, mm-hmm. see, I know you don't need to be married now. You about to get slapped now. By who? That woman you think you're going to marry? Man, look. Anyway, the difference the difference between them is some have cuffs. Some, Most of them have elastic uh, like sweatpants do. But they look more like pants and they look a little dressier. The material certainly is better. Um, it's not all that always that terry towel or whatever it is. It's not, or no, I'm sorry, the jersey material. They just look a little bit more presentable, but they still give you the comfort. Okay. okay. But I promise you, if you're a fat guy, it doesn't look any better. It doesn't look like the picture on the on the thing. It doesn't. It doesn't. Well, I got a pair of joggers. Okay, well, you I already know. know. I know what they are. You know what I know. 
So I'm just letting you know. But I mean, they are they are nicer and they are presentable in a very very like this is a very dressed down uh, time in history. Every no one really puts clothes on anymore. So that's what I'm saying. For years and years and years and years, women all the knock on well one of the many knocks on men is running around with sweatpants all on all the time. Well, somebody figured out that I'm gonna dress up these sweatpants and then put a decent shirt on and I'm good. So that's what it is. It's 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 barely over the line, but that's what it is. I'm just gonna let you know from like 2000 to 2006, I don't think I wore anything but sweatpants. Like I, <laughs> I'm just saying, like especially when you're a college athlete, bro. I it's mean, like, bro, it it is sweatpants. Whatever T-shirt you feel like going on, putting on, you go to class. I'm like, bro, they were functional. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't, I didn't know I was out here wearing male lingerie. I thought I was just out here being comfortable as hell. See, W. Brown gives a fair example of. I mean, I don't remember sweatpants being loose, but okay. But the, everything that wiggles. Once again, eyes are up here. I'm so glad that she said this because see, here's the double standard. Everything that she said is the reason why I like to see yoga pants. Everything she said. But one is, was, one is chauvinistic and misogynist and the other one is just making a statement. I'm just letting you know. So basically, because I, I promise you, a woman in sweatpants like the little cross. I mean, the uh, the field hockey team. Woo-hoo. But I'm being misogynist and sexist and all the things. W Brown eighty one says the same thing, and she's not problematic at all, which she actually is based on her rules. And when I say her, I mean her, you know her gender. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm like, that's just so amazing to me. But that's the truth. But I will say this. AG, you are correct with that field hockey thing. Back in the day when I was a youngster and I was hauling this field hockey girl, I went and saw a field hockey. Bruh. All day. Bruh. All day. All day. Man. Bruh. Secretly, like, some of the sexiest women ever play field hockey. Why? why like, why are you wearing clothes? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, y'all was doing the field hockey thing and me, softball, man. I was about next one. <laughs> Where do they find so many thick girls? Where do they find all these corn-fed girls, bro? That softball was rough, man. Bro, that's where all the thick girls go. When I played baseball, and then we was right by the softball team. Hey, you know what? That is how I got in a relationship in high school. But yeah, it's like, bro, like, it was... (laughs) And honestly, honestly, my favorite position in, in, uh, in, in women's softball... <laughs> you had a pause after my favorite position, I, and I was like, "Bro, did we turn this far no, left?" Because I, I was, because I'm with you, Moby. Because I, I was, look, man, because I was thinking about the image that I'm about to talk about. Because he had that pregnant pause. Because Damn, I, was I was like, like "Bro, this way rain left." Like, nah, because what I'm saying is like it's all, like eight, like a lot of colleges have like a lot of content, a lot of sports content on Instagram. And yeah, yeah. when they show softball, usually the play starts with the pitcher. And one time they showed it in slow motion and the jiggling that went on was like, are you serious right now? Softball women are like, yo. So in my mind, like I would say bodybuilding, female bodybuilding or physique builders, softball, field hockey. 
So, I don't know. You left out volleyball. Yes, sir. And, and, and that's, that's, oh, volleyball, stop it. That's, bro. That's, stop it right I think, now. I think the shorts are shorter in volleyball than they are. Okay, help, help me understand this. You're in, in Moby, you're a dad of daughters. How do we accept the dress code in volleyball and we're okay? Because How does that happen, no Merle? How does and that happen? Have no choice. Because I, I, they're, I they're active. It's funny. I want to let you on some insight that I had earlier today. I was talking to I was talking to my wife, and I was like, "Hey, you know, we were talking about my youngest because she plays football." And we were like, "You know, we we just having conversations with her about like, yo, I know you got dreams of being in the NFL, but like, that might not be what's gonna happen. Like, it's just you know, there's not saying you can't be the first, but I mean, there's a reason the first has happened." And I was like, but you know, she's you know she's good at basketball. She just doesn't take it serious. Her passion is football, which is fair, whatever, understandable. But it was just like, yo, you know, there's not really a professional league for women to play football in. And I'm like, no, there are professional women's league. And I'm like, and unfortunately, the most famous one is the lingerie football league. That's and cool. and 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 she was like, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, yo, I know this sounds like me trying to be high moral ground guy, but I can't watch it. I would I would rather somebody catch me watching porn than catch me watching lingerie football because I'm, my thing is like a lot of these women just want to play football they just want to play tackle contact football and the only way that they can get paid well and do something they enjoy doing is to be half naked and that's so degrading and I'm like I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be moral guy and act like oh there's some sexy woman out there in lingerie playing football great but I'm like to me it would feel dirtier if my wife walked in on me watching lingerie football I would feel worse about that than her walking in on me watching some porn watching porn I'd be like hey you know what it is <laughs> there are no lies told, ladies and gentlemen. Because the first time I ran across, I didn't know it existed until about, like, about six months ago. And I ran again. I ran across it on Instagram, and I was like, "Okay, I'm watching this like soft porn, bro." Straight up, I was watching this like soft porn, and I was like, "And my second thought was, why would you do this?" But then I didn't know they got paid well. But again, I just want to know. How come something's acceptable in one in one instance and not in another? The other thing is cheerleaders. Again, Moby, you're you're the dad of two daughters, but if you're one of your daughters or both of your daughters were cheerleaders, they got to wear the short skirt and and the sometimes they have the the shorts under, but a lot of times still cheerleaders have those little panties, and I'm like, how is this acceptable? And in the black cheerleaders squad, there's a cheer team and a dance team. And the dance, and the teams dance are, team, oh man, they're skimpy. The football, the football game was at yesterday in Ettrick. They had cheerleaders and a dance team. And I'm like, hey, it was cute. And then I was like, but they ain't got no clothes on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like the dad in me was like, oh, that is cute and adorable. They dancing, but I'm just like, but they ain't got no clothes on. And then they uh, and they dance in the booty shaking music. And I'm exactly. just like. They're 10. Bruh. They're well, 10. I'm telling you. <laughs> they were Bruh. doing some grown woman stuff, though. Dressed like All a grown the, woman. A lot, of, a lot of dance teams, little kid dance teams, are not wearing clothes. And I am like... And no. the people, the people who are the most happy about it, ain't the are guys. The parents. It's, it's the, the women. It's the women. The women. <laughs> I'm like, your kids ten put some clothes on that girl, but what? She don't need to be shaking all that. No, what is wrong? Well, mm. all I'm saying is I've always wondered because again, volleyball up close, 
not for the sport itself, but when they show pictures up close, again, soft porn. Because there's nothing sexier to me than booty shorts. I promise you it's and, not. And don't let it be beach volleyball. Oh, that's oh, just God. that's just wrong, bro. That's not even fair. That's just like <laughs> women in like not and bikinis, every but two seconds, um, every two seconds they got to pull out that yeah. Oh, stop yeah. it. <laughs> there is nothing sexier than a, than a woman wedgie. It's not. I'm just letting you know. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, you know what's sexier than that? Me pulling it out. Okay, this is really sick. And cut. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> and we're out. Yeah. So, uh, Question of the let day. Me go, let, me, let me go to the let me go to the board a little quick. Uh, before you Cowboy. before you go on, Ruben, I might be judging, but you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, I mean, I didn't say me, me. I'm saying me, us. No, 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 no. You said you, that, sir. Bro. You it said you. Me out, bro. I have my own wedgie that I can pull out. I, you, you do. Well, that's you, what sir. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about. You know, what I'm talking about exactly. Like, you, if your you, woman was out there playing, you like pull out. Yeah, I pull it out. What new edition say back in there? You got to count me out. But she's not your candy girl. I mean, what's up? Hey, look, that not with not in the reference you were talking about. Not random <laughs> beach volleyball player. No, you got to count me out. <laughs> <laughs> so. Moco Cowboy with five minute warning <laughs> merch store offer yoga pants. No, that's just not even. Can we offer joggers though? I mean, <laughs> hey, can they it's be only, gray? There's only gonna be one color. Slate gray. gray. Gotta be yeah. slate, gotta be slate, slate gray. gray. Slate gray. Uh, <laughs> definitely not sweatpants. F that. No. I, we'll lose all the women, people that the two that we have. We might gain so. some because then they'll get on just to hate on us. I mean, that's true. But so, now I need hate. All of them gonna be hating? Yes, gray sweat, sweatpants and and being misogynist, absolutely. So I got I got a bad and, and I tell them to play while I'm being a misogynist, my eyes are up here. Young <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I want to wear those gray sweatpants for a reason. Yeah. Mm. Um, what's up, Mark Black Watch Alps? Um, yeah, Philadelphia Passion is that the? I assume that's the name of a a little kid dance group. Or maybe she's just talking about her Eagles. I Did mean, they win today? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who are they playing? Uh, the Rams. That's it. Okay, because I, sh- I saw a little bit of work. I forgot what the uh, opponent. Yeah, was. you ain't my son. Um. Ouch. Okay. So, yeah, man. I mean, so let's jump into this question of the day because it's, it's a little interesting. So, um, so everybody knows about Deion Sanders and the HBCU thing, and now he's at Colorado and blah 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 blah, blah whatever whatever. The question today is, how should black people feel supporting Colorado football, a.k.a. Deion Sanders, at a predominantly white institution? Because, you know, we, we, we like to big up our people until they cross that line. And then, next thing you know, people be using terms like Uncle Tom, which they're using incorrectly. But that's a history lesson for another time. Um... So, AG, what do you what, what are your thoughts on that, man? My thoughts are personally, I'm glad to see it because really, for me, most of the time, the struggle the the struggle is real, but the struggle is also to normalize black people everywhere. Not that black people necessarily want to take over, but we want it to be to the point to where you're not you're not the first this and the first that, and oh wow, a black guy's doing this or a black woman's doing this or that. You want to normalize it. And in particular with 
with college football, I don't know if college football is more white than the NFL is. But what I don't see a lot of is a lot of support from the media just by just talking about it all the time. Uh, black coach. Um, and I don't see a lot of black people supporting said black coach except this time which I'm glad to see that. So for me to see Dion get a top five job, or I shouldn't say a top five job, he's got he's got a job that yeah, a power is... power five conference. Right, thank you. That's what I wanted to say. I'm not really familiar with the terms, but yeah, that's what I wanted to say. So I'm like, to me, it's a good thing. The dark side of that good thing is I feel like if black people and our allies would support our HBCUs to raise them at a to another level, I don't know if he I don't know if he would have needed to leave because Jackson State, based on what I've heard and what he said, leaving he gave them credibility, he gave them media attention, he put them on the map, and I say when I say put them on the map, I feel like he put them on the map of NCAA football in general, not just HBCU football. What he, what they gave to, gave back to him in return was little or nothing. Now, some of that had to do with the town, but a lot of it, what I'm talking about was the facilities never got better. Um, opponents never got better necessarily. All the things that brings a program up and brings a conference up with it never happened. And he was there long enough, in my opinion, he was there long enough for those things to start to happen. So those things have to change. If you're going to be mad at Dion for leaving, then can you be mad at the reason why he left? If I'm not saying that was the sole reason, but I'm saying that that had a lot to do with it. They look like a high school team. Facility-wise, they look like a high school team. Meanwhile, he's giving you championships. Meanwhile, he's winning games. Meanwhile, everybody know who's ja who Jackson State is, and it had nothing to do with the water situation. So I'm like, hmm, don't think it was a fair trade. So when Colorado came calling, they knew exactly who they were getting. And I'm sure they thought about all the things that go, go along with Dion, and they saw everything that he did at Jackson State. So I'm sitting here going, huh, I think they made a purpose, I mean, a, a decision with intent. And they got exactly what that was. Now, I don't know if they planned on everything that actually happened, because really, Dion turned, I mean, on the surface, Dion turned, is turning Colorado into a HBCU that's a Power Five school or in a Power Five conference that's getting ready to switch. So it's just like, wow, I don't know if they saw that, saw that coming, but here we are. So that's kind of how I feel about the whole entire situation. Kind of how I feel about NASCAR and, and a lot of things like that. It's like, y'all y'all want to be mad. Y'all want black people to drive, but you don't want to own anything. Hmm. That's kind of curious to me. But it is what it is. So that's that's my opinion on that whole thing. All right, Moby, what you think? What's your thoughts? Black, black people should feel however they want to feel about it. Because I can listen to AG's um, reasoning and it makes perfect sense, even if I don't agree with it. And my thing is, I'm never root against. I'm never rooting against them. I I just kind of root against the black people who are kind of creating a narrative that I feel like it doesn't exist. And not not lumping you in with it, Ag. But when you say 
Jackson State didn't give him anything. They they absolutely gave him something. They gave him something that no white school was going to give him, which was an opportunity for a dude with no college head coaching experience or college coaching experience, period, to be a head coach. Nobody was going to give him that before. So they gave him that opportunity. And you're right. Did HBCU have the, the funding and the money to build in the two years that he was there? No, no, they didn't. And, and, and I'm not mad at him for taking a opportunity like Colorado and, and running with it. That's that's fair. However, when your opening statement when you get hired by Jackson State is you want to bring credibility and uplift the HBCU community and then the first white coaching job that pops up, you run for the hills because let's be honest, it won't a great coaching job. It's not it's not like Florida State call. If they would have called, totally get it. If a, a traditionally good school with history calls, no, he went to a trash ass school that was looking for a publicity stunt and they found Deion Sanders. Now I'm not saying Deion Sanders hasn't done a lot for him. Of course. He's Deion Sanders. He's an anomaly of his own, entertainment wise. He recruits better than anyone else because he can walk in your living room and go, I'm prime. I mean, there's no other recruiting pitch needed. He can go to the JUCOs and be like, I'm prime. I got a whole bunch of ex-NFL coaches over my coaching staff who none of them happen to be black. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to keep this white school pretty goddamn white other than the players. I mean, I'm I'm not going to ruffle any feathers. And... You know, but black people are like, yeah, finally we got opportunity. No, we didn't get an opportunity. It goes right along with this black exceptionalism clause that we have to have. We got to be three times better to get minimal half the result. Because Deion Sanders didn't get the Colorado job just because he was successful at Jackson State. There have been a lot of HBCU coaches that have been successful for a year or two, uplifted the program. And want no Power Five conference calling him. He got the call because he's Deion Sanders and black people love him and white people are entertained by him. So it's it's a whole different atmosphere than just call him a, just a black head coach in college football. Now, I'm rooting for him because I know he can open opportunities for more black football coaches in Power Five conferences, hopefully. But at the same time, they'll never get the Deion treatment because he's Dion. I mean, that's like, you know, comparing Peyton Manning, if he wanted to get a head coaching job somewhere, I bet he wouldn't have to start at an HBCU. I bet he wouldn't have to start at an FBCS school. If Peyton Manning says, I want to be a head coach somewhere, some Power 5 conference team somewhere will be like, here you go, Peyton. We know you don't have any experience, but go ahead. Which no institution was going to give any black Hall of Fame player. So that's what Jackson State did for Deion Sanders. It allowed him to get his foot in the door to build credibility that he could actually coach. So I don't necessarily agree with what, you know, they didn't give him anything, but I also don't feel like he should be rooting against Deion because he left the HBCU. Like, I know some people were like, you know, he, he used the HBCU, which he did, but I mean, so what? It was opportunity. He, he used them the same way they used him. They sold out every game while he was there. You know, they, they made more money in that program in two years than they probably made in the last 20 years. Both both parties used each other equally. And now that they're apart, it was a successful operation. Like, I don't feel like you should root against either one of them. I don't have a problem with black people rooting for Dion at Colorado. 
I think it's funny that, you know, this 98% white institution loves all these niggas coming to town now. It's so bad. I, I, I lived near Boulder for a year. It's so bad. It's the whitest town ever. Once again, and they love these niggas walking there and, and these football players. Y'all better not get in trouble because they all know you on the football team. They all know. They see you walk in the store. They don't need. I don't even care if you don't look like a football player. You 5'9", 165. They probably like, man, he's fast as shit and he's on the football team. <laughs> a lot of truth to that, sir. <laughs> I'll never get, forget watching Colorado at home um, play Colorado State. And I lie to you not, man. In the crowd, there was one point in time where I could count all the black people that they showed on TV in the crowd on my two hands. And, and the I cameraman was, was finding those black yeah. people. Yeah, oh my God. He was he looking could keep putting the same black people yeah. on the camera. It won't many. It was not many. Slim picking. Slim picking. I mean, but then again, let's just be honest, man. I mean, AG knows, man. I've been I've been to Colorado, man. It, it, it ain't it. We ain't we ain't out there. Hell no, it's <laughs> we cold just out there, out man. There. It's cold as hell out there. It, uh-uh. No, I mean we, we out there. We're just not in Boulder. There's a difference. I'm well, just, I'm I'm just letting you know. Well, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. About. It's like, just yeah, like Boulder they are, no, no, no. Yeah, but because it's, it's white, tough. it's affluent. It's it's everything. That, it is cold. It is fucking cold. So, I mean, no, nah, man. I, I get what you're saying. All I'm saying is. I ain't out there because motherfucking cold, and it's cold more times than I really want to be cold. Well, I promise so. you, if I had a chance to go back, I'd go back. I'm just saying, I have never, and really, it's like I think for me when I look at it, I have never seen that many black people in Boulder in general, ever in my life. Because I know, I mean, some of those people did come from out of town. Yeah, I get that, but I mean, I feel like black people come out to Woodward. So, I mean, shit. Because they got go plenty somewhere. of black athletes there, but it's just like I'm, and I said so they have a student body also. But yeah. I'm just like, why these black people come from? Well, that's just that effect. Hey man, we had. So, um, you know, I see both of y'all points. Um, for me, I think there's one thing we need to get straight first of all, and I think a lot of people gloss over this. And, or just they never mention it but we must understand that number one Dion had fulfilled his contract he had a three year contract he didn't just cut up his contract and roll the fuck out he had a three year contract so I mean at that point when going into his final year I mean he pretty much said that he was a he was a free agent after this year whether he stayed at Jackson State or whether he left so that's the first thing Cause a lot of, cause a lot of people are just like, he left us and blah, blah, nah, man, he, his contract was up, and when it's all said and done, for what he did bring to Jackson State and what Jackson State did for him, you know, there's a dollar amount there attached to all that, and the biggest question would have been, could Jackson State afford him, and we will never find out. So. I do think it's I think for those for those people who try to condemn him or you know just hate like you know I'm a professional hater so like if you're gonna profess if you're gonna hate on Deion Sanders find some other shit to hate on 
Like, because, like, I knew of Jackson State, but I didn't really know nothing about him. I just put it out there like that. You know, he even got college game day to go to Jackson State. When's the last time college game day been in the HBCU? So that in itself was, was that. Um, you know, I just think that, hey, the man, the man did his time. You know, somebody he came along with some did more money. his time. Like it was like, no, nah, I like mean, it I, was a sentence. <laughs> wrong choice of words. But I mean, he, he, he fulfilled his contract. And that's one thing that people forget. You know, it's not like he was like, fuck this place. I'm out of here. He's like, well, you know, my contract's up. Who wants to who wants to pay me? And that's what happened. Um, now there are some people who are upset, and mostly in the HBCU community. But if anything, you know, I, I think they have a right to be upset. But also, they should almost be happy that that time happened, because Lord knows there is not much more um, emphasis on HBCUs that could not have happened through the three years he was there. So, I don't know. I mean, in the grand scheme of things is you have that and then what happened that was Bethune-Cookman, Moby, with, um, with, um, oh, and Reed, Bruh, like, come on, man. Facilities? I mean, that won't, it won't write what he did, but it, I mean, but, but he won't lie. He, yeah, yeah, he won't lie. I saw the video. And, I thought, I thought it was like Pop Warner. I was like, this is for this is a college? Yeah. And, and that's, and that's the problem. Well, that's in like, their defense, I do have a question. Do they, do they funnel all of their extracurricular money to the band? Is that why the football team had what it had? Because Bethune Cookman is a, is a band school. It's not, you know what I'm saying. He would I mean, go to the football are, game to see the band. Aren't all HBCUs pretty much band schools? Well, you're not. You're not. You're not wrong. I, just, I mean, back you know maybe 30 years ago it was different, but yeah, I mean in in the 2000s, HBCUs have pretty much just been band schools. Wow. Not saying there haven't been good players that come through and maybe good yeah. teams, but for the most part, yeah, you know HBCUs based on their band. Foot football, the football program is a way to get the band program out there instead of the other way around. Well, or if you're a college recruit like I was once upon a time, you know them based on their dance team. One of these days, Moby, we got to talk to you about how how you're a college recruiting because I've heard things about college recruiting because oh, I ain't I, never been look, recruiting look, for nothing I, I, I want a big enough athlete to get them them type of stories <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I, I, I was just happy somebody was talking to me <laughs> so, so wait a minute wait a minute you didn't get the Jesus Shuttlesworth uh, treatment not at all that's I mean he ain't, had, he ain't had a whole bunch of girls flocking him did you not at all hey but I mean it happens we we, so, we, we would get lucky enough to make sure that um the person who was escorting around us around campus was almost always a super attractive female. Like that's that was a guarantee. Probably in a sorority. Did it on purpose? Don't know. D- didn't didn't ask them questions. I was I was like, what? Didn't ask, didn't ask them questions. Did it on purpose? 
I go here. But I'll yeah. have a pretty girl like that. Well, I mean, but every college does that. Yeah, because everybody knows what's recruiting. Up. Yeah, I mean, you know. So, but nah, man, like, you can hate on Dion. Go for it. There's a lot to hate on him for. Or you can just be supportive. Or you can just do nothing. Because Dion Sanders already proved that Dion's going to do Dion regardless of what anybody says, does, or anything else. And that's the one thing you don't have to worry about is Dion. Oh, yeah, because Dion has apparently always had a passion for coaching. I mean, that's what everybody around him's always said. He has a passion for coaching, which I respect. And don't nobody love Dion like Dion. Nobody love Dion like Dion, boy. Hell no. And you know what? As long as he does all that, Dion's going to be good. And that's what's important. So, awesome, gentlemen. Thank you. Anybody else got anything to say about it? Nope. Nope. Awesome. But I do. Yeah, actually, I do. Moby had a lot of good points. Okay. A lot of points I didn't see. Once again, I, I feel like black people should feel however they want. I don't think black people should have to feel a certain way. Like, I do think it's weird the people who are trying to not support him or like hope he fails. Like, that's weird to me. Like, how can you want upliftment, but you want him to fail? Because of what, you, what, what because of the question, uh, the, the question answers that because it's like black people want black people to succeed the way they want them to, to succeed. It's a definition. If you're outside of that definition, don't nobody like you. That's what that's what that's the answer to that question. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, it's awful, but that's what that, I mean because I, I, my life lets me know what that's like. You're not allowed to be better than me. Just, just you know, I'll uplift you until I uplift you. Have to uplift you past me. No one wants to do that. Just saying. True, 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 true. Awesome. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. So it is time for the clips of the week. Uh-oh. Two very quick clips. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be good. You, you picked some good ones. I did. I did. All right. Every time I open a loaf of bread, I laugh. <laughs> so you, you really can't go wrong with that. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, we'll do this one first. Moby, I want to get your word on this, man. Yo, my man got on them. What the fuck I do? I got a last on his toe. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> Moby, <laughs> look, hey, I want to know. Look, before Moby says, look, hold up, Moby, don't say nothing. Don't say hold nothing. On, do I need to show it? Do I need to show it again? No, do you don't. He saw it. He saw it. <laughs> before you say anything, I want to know how many Cadillacs are missing that thing on they on the hood of their car. Because it's like either this dude got two Cadillacs. <laughs> By the way, them red pants look like they was nice sweatpants. But anyway, anyway, I want to know how you know how hard it is to steal that. Because you know he ain't got two Cadillacs without the Cadillac thing on the hood. Black boy, teacher, I was calling the Caddy Daddy. Oh man, oh man, Bo Moby. I'm going to get you sucker. Expert, I'm going to get you sucker. Whoa, whoa. I'm nobody's fashion expert. <laughs> wait, wait. 
You're, yeah, you're Why a you fashion, shoes, bro? You're a fashionista, a uh, fashionista compared to that dude. Come on, man. <laughs> bro, I, I I have no idea, bro. Like, I don't know what the fuck those are. That, that, that was like the 2023 version. I'm gonna get you, sucker, when old boy got out of jail. With the aquarium shoes. <laughs> yeah. The aquarium shoes. <laughs> Yo, but real talk, you know the one thing I didn't understand about those Aquarius shoes? How can a fish still live in, dog? You know what? I never even asked the question. I never even asked that. That was good. Because those fish were alive. Those goldfish were alive. They had at least 30-year-old fish, man. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. What the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) He did a good Lou Rawls, didn't he? That was good. That was good. We, uh, we gotta do better as a people. Do we? Do we really? Do we yeah, have to do we, better? We gotta, do, we gotta do better as a people. I mean, it don't, do, it don't mean we gonna do better, but we. <laughs> we <gotta do> <laughs> Man, look, if we do better as a people, we won't have moments like this. I'm just saying, like you know, maybe 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 those are like two old Cadillacs he used to have, and he was uh. like. Before he sold them, he was like, man, as a keepsake, I'm going to take these. No, out. no one would buy it. Stop it. Right, no one would so, buy the car. Stop it. He stole so, them. He stole so the them. board, I, I, was, I was hoping somebody else on the board would say something. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I really want to show it again. It's like nine seconds of greatness. <laughs> it is nine seconds of greatness. Give me a second. I guess. Because I, I need to hear from the board, man. Cause, well, like, no one's talking about it, though. Oh, but we it's, it's like he wants to force them to talk about maybe they yes. ain't got nothing, maybe they ain't nothing to say man <laughs> maybe it's just like damn this nigga did some nigga shit and we've all accepted it like we, we've accepted that's what it is did I need him to say that I need, I need that to be said I mean somebody already called him caddy daddy like that's what that needs to be said man that's yeah. caddy daddy <laughs> Nine seconds. It's not actually it's twelve seconds. I thought I I shorted three seconds. Yo, my man got on them. What the fuck I do? He got Cadillacs on his toe. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? What is wrong with you, bro? Yeah, I gotta do better, man. I'm not gonna be a part of this. Oh, I have a heart attack. I'm so sorry. Oh, what in the world? I don't think anybody's ever apologized for having a heart attack. Oh. Oh my god, god this is so inconvenient to everybody, but I'm having a heart attack right now. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, uh, and I don't know how the second one's going to top that, but we're going to figure out a way. Why does it have to? I don't know. Actually, I'm surprised there is a second one after that. Oh man, I got to show the second one. I mean, I don't have to, but. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> And the sad thing, the sad thing is, you can't express this on a podcast, man. I mean, you got to see the picture, man. Yeah, for the podcast people who don't know, the dude had Cadillac emblem attached to the tip of his red dress shoes, and I'm gonna call them dress shoes just just because I had no idea what else to call them. They were velour, they were velour, or suede or something. 
Oh, Black Witch Dallas. What great advertising for other car companies. <laughs> Bye, Cadillac, and you'll end up walking. <laughs> oh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh man. It's oh, not balls and tears, bro. It's not balls and tears. I, yeah, all day. All Ooh. day. Oh, so for those of you who can't see it, go to YouTube, Five Minute Warning. Watch it. Oh, my God. Watch this episode. <laughs> you'll, you'll completely understand why we have lost it. Everybody said Moby. Moby just won. He will not be, he will he not be a party to this. <laughs> yeah, man. Because, look, hey, Ruben, we need to do better. There's <laughs> <laughs> a people, man. Oh, oh shit. Oh. oh, my God. All right. Here's, here's the second one. Ah, oh, I can't explain it. Lord, no. But I couldn't explain the other one either, so. Oh, my God. It's too much, man. It's too much. All right. On today's episode of Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's so disgusting. What did I just say? White people shit. <laughs> can, hey, Ruben, can you find a lot? Can you find a lot? Oh, my Come God. Come on, man. Come on, man. I tell, that... my, I, I tell my dogs all the time, like, like they can understand me. I'm like, look. When you see brown people, you know, neck down. You can lick from the neck down. You can lick my hands. You can mess around, lick an arm. You start creeping above the neck. I slap the shit out your bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> so the video was a dog and his Caucasian male master just tonguing. That's yeah, that's, that's really what they were doing. They were they were, were tongue kissing. They were French kissing. See, and this is why I can't mess with no girl with a dog, man. Hold because, on, man. You can't assume that. Hold, hold on. Would I, but I, I haven't finished yet. I haven't finished statement because, man, I'm telling you, the day I see a kiss on the lip, I'm out. I'm out. I, there's. I'm just gonna get up and leave. I'm gonna erase her phone number. If we got it, pictures anywhere, them shits are gone. Bro, I, as, I as a per, as a person with dogs. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Like, I'm hey, out, man. That's nasty, yo. I no. Oh, the dog come and lick the face. Oh, hell to the no. No, get uh, no, no. Get it right. It wasn't just licking the face. No, I'm talking he about was anything lick, like they that. They were licking yeah, each it, other's tongues. Yeah, exactly. If an excitable dog jumps up on you and licks you in the face, it's nasty. I might shove it. I might throw it. Yeah. I gotta immediately go wash my face. But that's different than what that was happening. I mean, what was, was happening was, right there? They, 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 they were having foreplay for like five seconds. Because that video is literally nine seconds. And for five of that, they were, and it wasn't like they were just licking it like they weren't tugging soft. They were like tugging hard and fast, like I, black like he about to bust one. I never thought about that. Maybe that's why a lot of white people don't put seasoning on food. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is not true because because my wife. I didn't say all. I'm just saying yes, my I'm wife <laughs> my wife don't get down like that, but she she has had to learn how to season food. So but, but your wife don't lick dogs' tongues, that, do you? That's she? what I just said. I said okay, my wife don't sure. get down like that, but she has also had to learn how to season food. I mean that's why they can't taste shit now. Do a crap. That, like that's that. hilarious. Because oh. oh. my cause right at this moment I'm thinking about my mother in law. She might be a little questionable. 
Oh, her dog does that to her. I can't prove it. I can't prove it. I can't prove it. I can't prove it. But I'm telling you, it begs to be questioned. I think I'm going to text her tonight after I'm done here. Oh, my God, don't. You don't need no answers to those questions. Don't do that to yourself. Just just don't live the dream. Just... Just saying, man. Hey, just uh, go to sleep, man. Uh, nah, hell no. I don't need that. I said, uh, mom in law. You get down oh. like that. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you have a dog. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, man. And her is her dog big... is more important than her daughter's. Oh, and she'll shit. tell you. She doesn't have any problem telling you. Like what you My coworker just said, that's just them showing love. Nah, bitch. Nah. Excuse my language. Nah, yeah, fuck I, that. I don't accept that. That's... Hold on. First of all, we just want y'all to understand. Ain't nobody here mad at the dog. Right. Dogs just doing what dogs do. <laughs> Ain't nobody here mad at the dog. That is a learned activity. That is a learned activity. That is not the first time this happened. Not even close. <laughs> and that's exactly why I don't eat nothing she brings to the potluck. You know what? You know what? <laughs> oh. Oh my God! Hey, 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 hey! Who who made this pasta salad? Sarah? Oh, that's cool. Nah, that's cool. Nah, 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 y'all keep it. Y'all keep it. Does it got raisins in it? Fuck that. Man. <laughs> you know, halfway I thought halfway I, I halfway thought Moby was gonna say who made this pasta salad? Little Timmy? Nah. Little Johnny? Nah, nah. Man, uh, I apologize, said man. Sarah. We went from <laughs> we went from like super super I can barely breathe to super disgusted very quickly I mean the, the, yeah you did get the pendulum swing pretty good yeah and I'm gonna go ahead and ah, Black Mortis Adams I know things her okay. name was Sarah wow <laughs> wow she was she said she said I'm weak girl you better stop talking about your friend on the podcast man for real <laughs> yo we try to protect the innocent around here Is but that you ain't you eat my food <laughs> That's nasty. Oh, it's nasty. Ah, man. I, we got to move from this. I, I can't do that no more. AG, man, what's on your mind, bro? Biz Marquee. I was listening to Apple Music on the way home, just kind of relaxing. Hear the relationship between kick drum, snare drum, and vocal. Just, you know, just listening to music. And um, Biz came on. You got, I mean, uh, just a friend. Yep. And I forgot how charmingly awful that song is, but you, you, that beat, it's like, oh, snap. And then I immediately thought of... Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> is, that how, is that how you're going to hide her name? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sitting here listening to it, and it, it's not a great song, but it's a great song. And so... I'm thinking about this. I'm like, wait a minute. You're going to give Biz a pass. And in fact, you're going to put him in the Hall of Fame posthumously because of this song. And th- But then Vanilla Ice don't get nothing. So I'm, I'm questioning myself. It's because both performances are as bad. And I'm sitting here going, one, we hold in high esteem. The other, we don't. But then I thought about, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it the messenger? Biz, we all get down with biz. At some point in our lives, we all get down with biz. At no point in most people's lives do we ever get down with Vanilla Ice. And I wonder, do we give biz a pass because 
that is him unequivocally and unapologetically, and we know that's 100% real, where we never thought those things of Vanilla Ice. Can you answer the question? I hope you can, because I'm looking for an answer. I have a very good answer for that. Okay. And I'm so glad you asked this question. Okay. So part of it is the authenticity. That does play... You talk about biz, right? Yes. Okay. That does play a big part into it. But, yes, Ice Ice Baby is a delightfully catchy song. What did it push musically? Because to date... Can you think of any any rapper that sang on his song before Bismarcky? Can you think of any rapper who basically made his whole career based on the storytelling? Like he actually pushed music forward through a fucking awful song that's catchy as hell. But and that's not the only thing Bismarcky did. I mean, he was also really serious rapper. Primarily known for beatboxing vapors make the music with your mouth biz like he had other things but but that song actually like the trend setting wise that song really was ahead of its time in the fact that we had a rapper that couldn't sing try to sing he he made he made a really catchy hook before people were really making catchy hooks in hip-hop songs think about it go back in time there were not a whole bunch of really catchy hooks and when that hook comes on everybody knows it that's probably one of the first catchy hooks in hip-hop at this point i will agree because i can't that's that's a great that's a great point because hip-hop really didn't have a legit hook is what he's saying yeah and so okay i'll 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 copy that because i actually i really wanted to know why i felt why i feel so strongly about both about both tunes on opposite ends of the spectrum hey but i'm just real like anybody who says that especially if you were a kid in that time that that vanilla ice shit won't catch as hell you lying to yourself that shit was catchy as fuck (laughs) it was but that was go ahead ruben what you want to say so first of all um I think it's Showtime or Stars. I can't remember which one. They have a, I think it's Showtime there. They have a biography on Biz Markie. It's very awesome. You should watch it. And that will explain, that will answer your first question. Now, as far as the second question, if you're going to follow up Ice Ice Baby with play that funky music, white boy, and stop this train. See, I didn't even know that existed. I didn't even know that existed. Ninja rap on the Teenage Mutant. Shut up, man. Stop it. That was just trying to come back, man. Oh, that shit was horrible. Okay, I missed that whole thing. Now, what? Uh, That is the worst. That is the worst. Yeah, on on, on, on the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it was the second movie. It was, um, he had a song called Ninja Ninja, Rap. Go Ninja, go. Oh, shit was horrible. Ninja Rap? Are you serious? Oh, shit was horrible. It's horrible. Don't do what you say. I can't make this shit up, AJ. Is this on Spotify? I'm Bruh. sure you can find it on Spotify. Like, this is, <laughs> that song is on the level of H-Town knocking a boost at Christmas. Ninja. <laughs> okay. Ninja. Right. okay. Oh, that shit's horrible. Okay. They, had horrible. A, they had a dance sequence in oh the movie God. and everything, oh, man. Oh. oh, so they made a video about this? What's this? Sold out, sold out strong. Like, if, you're, if you had a picture of selling out, like, that's, that is Rick Van Winkle or whatever how, the fuck how, it is. How, how can he sell out? Exactly. He found a way. 
I mean, I feel like it was still in line. I feel like it was very much still in line with its brand, bro. No, that it doesn't matter if it was long as a brand. That shit was. It's not selling out horrible. if you still within brand. Nah, man, that shit was bad. <laughs> you that know, Moby's not wrong about that. If you've already it's, set the set the set the bar, then and you don't. But I'm saying, exceed you, know, the bar. You, you know what? You know what selling out is? It's Black Eyed Peas coming in in the music industry as a pure hip-hop group coming to save old school hip-hop not selling well then putting a white girl in the band putting her in the front line and then saying we're still black eyed peas that's fucking selling out you're making a song <laughs> you know i never even thought of it that way i can't because my introduction to black eyed peas you know, Fergie was already there, so I, yes, I didn't. Yes, and they, I didn't they had a whole while before yeah. where they were all on the neo soul hip hop. Really? Yeah, that's the, point. That's the jam. Yeah, Yo, exactly. It, it was. It was a hot song, and but they didn't sell nothing, so they was just like, "Will I am was like, I am a dope ass producer, and nobody's listening to me. What can make people listen to me? <gasps> this Stacey. white chick. This white chick needs a career boost. Come on in front of us niggas. We'll dance behind you. <laughs> he wrong, I, I can't and, and then, and Now then I gotta go whole, searching for it now. Then they made another hip-hop album. Of, it, was, it was maybe eight, nine years ago. Which Nelly, she, she's not any part of the album. And they're like trying to bring hip-hop back. You're like, yeah, we, this is what hip-hop needs. Nigga, please. You don't get to say that. After y'all, like, Will I Am is immensely talented. Like, he's beyond talented. But nigga, you don't get to come back to the cookout like you gonna save shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you don't bring your macaroni to the cookout, shit ain't gonna be the same. Like, nah, nigga, you you brought raisins to your last cookout. We good. Like, <laughs> that you was brought raisins. <laughs> and remember last week we talked about the Britney Spears club banger album. Yeah, he did a track on that. He did a whole bunch. Of, he he produced a couple tracks for Britney. Yeah, actually, scream and shout. It's okay. It's not the greatest shit ever. But, um, wow. All right. I'm sorry, AG. But, um, yeah, man, that ninja rap shit, don't do that shit to yourself. I won't. That's, if y'all telling and, me not to, because you've Mo never B, told me not to listen to and something. And Moby, that's fucked up. That you bruh, put him in that position. Bruh, bruh, I'm just He could have lived better without knowing I'm that. I'm just saying, you, you <laughs> acted like he didn't do anything that people knew about, and... He didn't know about that. I didn't you, know. I, did, I, I honestly said I did not know. First of all, oh, you watched Cool as Ice, bro? What the hell? He said it's not great, but it's not unwatchable. First of all, I'm not gonna lie, I've seen the movie. Didn't he have like a legit co-star for that one? Does it matter? He it kind of does. Damn, I've it, never uh, seen it, so he came up with. Did you know movie? it was in existence? Yes, yeah, I okay. didn't know it was in existence. I just never seen it. Oh God damn it, man! Get, oh. Hey man, let that man live, man. He trying to flip houses and shit right now, man. Let that man live. I thought he was doing fairly well at. It. That's what I thought. So I did look at the cast of that movie. Deezer D is in that movie. You remember Deezer D? I will not confirm nor deny that. <laughs> <laughs> I, will not, I will neither confirm nor deny that. So so thank, thanks, Ag. I don't know what happened to you. Maybe. You, yeah, Maybe what happened was, was I was looking up the cast. I was looking up the cast and hit the wrong tab. But so, like, yeah, we saw D's or D's in that movie. 
and also Naomi Campbell. Yeah, I was and amazed. That's all you got, and that's it. And no, that's, and that's not that's not true. The lady that played in the show, the CBS show, Cold Case, the, the star, the oh, blonde. Yeah, nobody watched that fucking show. That's not true. It's taken almost not ten true. years, bro. Yeah, not exactly. Nobody watched that shit. Okay. Yeah, ten uh, years. Yeah, <laughs> a show for ten years. Nobody watched that. There's shit. a lot. There's a there's a lot of shows that last longer that people don't watch, but. No, you didn't watch it. Na- na- name, name. So maybe you didn't watch it, but somebody right. watched it. <laughs> no show stays on ten years and no one watches. Exactly. Ah, uh, Ag left the swing on the air because he liked that ninja rap. <laughs> you know what, Black Morticia Adams? I have never said a cross word about you, but you coming for me, right? You coming for me? Ninja. Okay. Ninja. Ninja rap. rap. Okay. This is okay. horrible. All right. Thank you, AG, for Jesus Christ. Ninja rap. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, uh, Moby, what's on your mind, man? Um, God damn it. <laughs> what? What's wrong? Because I know Rue's about to get excited because, yes, I'm about to talk about... <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I really wasn't going to say anything, <laughs> man. You know, this needs to be part of the show, not what's on your mind. Because you got one every week. I mean, look, because he got some crazy ass parents out there, man. I don't want it to be like this. Go ahead and I tell a story because you know all of us want to hear. Go ahead and tell a story. Week, this week, Moby, I'll forego my time and give it to you. Uh, so, nah, man, man. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do all that. But so, <laughs> all right, man. So, it be your own people's, man. <laughs> It be your own people's and and just understand that all feminine energy doesn't come from women. So th- those are the those are the key points of this story oh, that I'm about no. to talk about. This is gonna be good. So we have a player who I really like the player. He's a good kid. Uh he don't cause no static. He ain't no knucklehead. He 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 does what he's supposed to do. But his dad I don't necessarily dislike the guy. The guy's just a, a dad, a passionate sports dad who technically is supposed to be a coach. I don't know what he coaches, but he got his coach's car. He said he was going to help his coach. And yeah, I don't know what the nigga does. But um, I mean, because he's not in charge of anything and he's not at practice all the time. And on the sideline, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's coach of social media operations. That's what I'll call him. He's the coach of social media operations. So this kid played on our team last year, and he was probably like our fourth or fifth best running back. Okay, we had some really good running backs last year. Um, no shade in that. So this year he comes back to us, even though at first apparently his dad was thinking about him going somewhere else. But he comes here. He's like, it's, it's my son's time to shine now. And we're like, great, great. The thing is, he's still like the third best running back on our team. And I might, might be being gracious and giving him third. And his dad all year has been like, from the, like the first preseason game to now, like, hey, you gotta get him involved. You gotta get involved. We gotta, we gotta call his number more. We gotta give him the ball more. And I'm just in my head. I'm just like, why? Now this dad is kind of delusional. 
um, his social media page has like his son's top five choices for high school. And I'm like, nigga, your high schools ain't coming for your son like that. Like, I mean, and, and once again, this is not a knock to the kid. This ain't me trying to bash the kid. This is like, yo, dad, I don't know if you ain't accomplished shit in your athletic career or non-athletic career, but like, don't do this to your son. Don't don't have him being that guy. So we're in our game yesterday and we are playing probably the toughest team we're going to play this year. They're undefeated. We're undefeated. We're playing in Etrick. So it's a highly hostile, very black urban crowd for two urban teams. So translation, there's a lot of shit being talked and it's been talked all week. Now we are up. 13 nothing on these guys and our offensive coordinator decides hey we got to give this dude some touches and none of us really object we're like cool we're kind of running the ball down their throat anyway we'll put him in the game he runs first play he gets tackled he gets hurt now not mad the kid for getting hurt but the trend has been this year every time he touches the ball he gets hurt think he broke his finger that's fine now oh I forgot to tell you I'm not trying to talk bad about the kid like he's trash he's our best wide receiver by far last game he caught a 70 yard touchdown pass best wide receiver by far oh oh he's also our number one cornerback he's my captain at corner on defense so his son's not trash his son just ain't a running back but the dad wants him to be the running back because in rec football running backs are kind of the star they're the ones because I mean most people don't have quarterbacks that can throw really good and running backs are the star so he wants his son to be the star and I'm like yo your son is like 85 pounds he's got a really tiny frame he doesn't really like to get hit but he's got great hands good receiver he locks down people defensively why can't that be enough but his son gets hurt second quarter Apparently, he said he thought he broke his finger. Take him to the doctor. Cool. Now I got whole backup secondary out there because one of my cornerbacks wasn't there for a wedding. So we got our first touchdown scored against us in the fourth quarter. So we've given up a touchdown this year. So we're not perfect anymore. We won 26-6. It's okay. Somebody had to score on us eventually. Now what happens is then the feminine energy comes out. So one of the other coaches text me late last night with a picture of the boy in at the doctor's office laying down so his back to him so you would think the kid had like a concussion or some shit and in the comments it goes be mindful of who your leaders are blah 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 basically it was a whole message that made it seem like us coaches were negligent and responsible for his son getting hurt so I'm thinking to myself your son broke his fucking finger running the ball like fuck you like I'm just just like bro like I don't want him to be out there no more like you all fine and dandy before the game he all on social media we walking out he doing all the hype videos like bro you are a mother with a dick that's what you are like you're out here hyping your son up because you feel insecure about your life and you've got a good kid who I just said is great at certain things in football but that's not enough for you not your baby 
and now you on social media like bro if you got a promise you see us every day like you you see you literally see us every day if you think we did something because he said something about personnel and i'm like the only bad personnel we did was putting your son at running back for this play that was the worst personnel call we made all game was thinking that your son was going to do something that was completely out of character which is be a physical running person he's not he shouldn't be he's skinny he's frail he ain't really all that fast like he has none of the requirements for a running back but he's got good feet he's long he can catch great receiver not enough for you because your baby should be running back your baby should be the star look man all feminine energy don't come from 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 women like that's the most feminine shit ever like and then to be a social media gangster and i was telling one of the coaches that's why i don't have none of y'all peoples on social media because i don't want to hear what none of y'all motherfuckers say after the game's over i don't i'm not on any of our parent sites where they be talking trash where they be critical of everything i don't give two bucks about what these people who contribute nothing and let's be clear, this nigga contributes absolutely nothing to our coaching staff. Yo, you see how he get closer to the <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And if for some reason he were to come and and see this and be like, hey, you were talking, bro, I said what the fuck I said. You contribute nothing. The only thing, and I'm sorry, you're the coach of social media operation because you be on the camera hype when we be walking up. You know what I'm saying? You love to come in after we win the game and talk some shit to the kids afterwards. Bro, you are a you are a fucking male cheerleader. That's what he is. We have a male cheerleader. Let your son play football. Your son is a good kid. A really good kid who has talent and if he wants to, could probably play at the next level in football in high school, maybe even college. I mean, they're 10 and 11 right now. To try to forecast what they're going to do at 18 is unfair. Stop doing it. Now, there's some kids we have on the team that you can just know, hey, that kid's different. He ain't necessarily that, but he's a hard worker, very disciplined, a yes, sir, no, sir kid. Like, look, in all honesty, the dude raising his son to be a good person even though it don't seem like he is so i'll give him kudos for that but like bro stop being a male cheerleader stop throwing all this feminine energy up there and just let your kid play football and you know what he ain't the only dad out there like that he just the nigga i'm talking about right now (laughs) (laughs) well all right uh but yeah that's all that's on my mind Black Morticia Adams. I knew that F bomb was coming. And I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Brady actually. That, that's pretty much what he contributes. Oh my God. Thanks, sir. And like I said, I don't give you my time, so I'm going to give you my time. So, um, like, thank everybody for listening to this episode, being with us today on this episode of Five Minute Warning. Um, programming note. Next week, we'll be off. There will be no show next Sunday. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks for episode 199. And then after that, we'll be here for the fourth anniversary and the 200th episode of 5-Minute Warning. That will be on the 29th of October. Make sure you circle it on your calendars. But there will be a podcast. Podcast won't stop. 
the podcast will not stop because AG, who's on the ones and twos, got something special for y'all. So something will drop next week. Um, yeah, something will drop next week. We just will not have a show on Sunday. Please, please, please come back for our next show um, after Sunday after that. But once again, I'd like to thank Moby and AG for being here with us. I'd like to thank everybody who's listening to the podcast live, either on Twitch, on Facebook, or on YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe us on the podcast, on the Twitch, and on the YouTube. Because if you do, if you do that, whenever we go live, it sends you a message. Hey, we're going live. Why don't you go and hop on now? Um, and, you know, tell a friend, tell an enemy. Just tell somebody about us. Once again, we like to thank all of you for joining today. Once again, we will not be here next Sunday, but we'll be back here the Sunday after. But a podcast will be put out next Sunday by AG because he is the man. And of course, like we always do, you know, we'll see you in two weeks. Peace, love, hair, grease, soul, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5-Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast at Nugeman25 at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5-Minute Warning, AG underscore 5-Minute Warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.